This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we put the attitude in gratitude. Plus, Biz has a shitty week. Teresa's three-year-old will one day be a great catch, and we solve the pumping problem with guest Alexandra Mattrell from the MIT Breast Pump Hackathon. Woo! That does sound exciting. I know. What an exciting show. I'm looking forward to listening in. I... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Teresa. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah. No, I just, I just, you love how last week. Yes. You asked me some questions about, like, whether I'm weaning Oscar and basically discovered I'm totally not weaning Oscar right now. Right. From our from our super exciting <laughs> weaning episode. A thrilling weaning. Thrilling weaning episode. Um, and you asked me, like, oh, and you feel, like, totally fine about the fact that you're yeah. still nursing and, like, you don't feel judged. You don't feel, like, <laughs> worried or self-judged right. or anything. And I was really, like grounded and yeah. secure and my answer was just like my inspiration. Yeah, no, I feel I feel really good. This is really good. <laughs> Literally the morning that episode came out, I'm sitting in the living room nursing Oscar and Simon comes over and he goes, "Are you giving him milk in your boobies?" <laughs> and I'm all, "Yeah." And he's all, "He's too big." <laughs> <laughs> and he's all, I'm all, what? He's like, yeah, he's, told too, you. he's too big. Yeah, he's too big. He's too big to be drinking milk in your boobies. I'm all, <laughs> you know, you were still nursing when you were his age. And that kind of like shut him up. Right. But I just thought it was nice that like yeah. the first actual like genuine like piece of judgment yeah. that I have received about the fact that I'm still nursing my 12 right. month old was from his three year old brother. Nice. Good job, Great. Simon. Yeah. <laughs> God, that must be really comforting. It was nice. Yeah, was that's sweet. <laughs> well, How are you doing? Well, okay. So, I we, again, let's reference back to last week's uh-huh. uh, weaning show where I feel like I had left being like, you know what? I can keep breastfeeding. I'll mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Right? Stefan's going to be out of town. I, you know, I'm like just totally confused and despondent. I'm going to go home and tr- and keep going. Mm-hmm. And and it, and I couldn't. And it like turned out to be this really shitty week. I go home, I managed to feed him one more time mm-hmm. and like that was nice and I was like, "Oh, that uh you know, I feel pretty good. Like that's good." And mm-hmm. then the next day I tried again and just like nothing. Nothing. I got clearly the 4 days of not having fed him mm-hmm. uh and then not really feeding him at all the next like day or so after I came back. Mm-hmm. It was gone. It was gone. He got, he would try to latch. He couldn't latch. The kids never had a problem latching. He couldn't latch. So he was like biting and like Whoa. getting really upset. Oh, yeah. So, so that was great. So I then felt like Whoa. a total asshole, right? Because yeah. I'm like, here's this boob. Yeah. Kid is really upset. And now it's not, give, I'm just like basically like, here's this, there's this empty bottle. Yeah. Aren't I suck on this? <laughs> and then to make it better, he was like sick. His teeth, his molars are coming in, uh-huh. so his nose is constantly running. So that actually gave him a cold. So he actually was like sick, 
and molars coming in and weaning, like and not getting comfort from me. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that uh, I really can offer him no other comfort. Otherwise, and I, and I know that sounds crazy, but like I went in on one night, he was crying at like 845 and I, I went in and I pick him up and he's just like, it's actually, it actually is making things worse. Like he's, he's, he wakes up screaming. I go in and me just being in the room makes him scream more. And he's mm-hmm. like flailing and kicking. And I try and like pick him up and he's just like bucking and screaming and getting like so much mm-hmm. worse. And I'm just like, I, like, I spend like 35 minutes trying to get him calm but he's not going to go back to sleep. So mm. then I just have to put him fucking back in the right. bed. There's nothing and now he's pissed do. again. Right? So I'm like, it's like the moment you walk in and you're like, oh, this was a bad idea. But now I've got to see it through. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. And now I'm here. And that's when I just like I left the room and I was like, I, this is just my kid. And this is just me. And the best comfort I can give him is actually no comfort. And so I just stopped coming in. Mm. And so like, it was a really hard week of me oh. also not being able to like, to like have that feeling of I just want to comfort him and I cannot. Like, but I know it's making it worse. Yeah. Like it's it's like hurting yeah. him. Uh, so it was like this really long str- and then my hormones to boot because I'm yeah. weaning. So like it became, by the time Stephanie got home on Friday, it was like if there was even a loud noise in the house, I was yeah. like I can't have noises be loud. Yeah. I need everything to be calm as yeah. much as possible, like all the time. Yeah. So I kind of like lost my mind, but I realized that it was just the best timing ever. Because now, now we get to go travel across country this week. That just sounds perfect. With a baby who you can't comfort. So I'm like, I'm so, we're all going to be in a hotel room together. It's just going to be a kid who wakes up in the middle. It's just going to be great. So uh, that was last week. I wanted to cover. And I wanted to say thank you to all the listeners who uh, wrote in uh, and just touched base with me. Uh, that was very nice. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, I am very grateful to our listeners uh, for being so—I know we get a lot of calls saying uh, how much this show helps them feel supported and not alone, and you should know that it goes—actually, it goes right back to us. Uh, So I am very grateful to Teresa having been really supportive uh, for me over this last week and to our listeners. So thank you all very much. We are surviving. And good job too. And you should know that not ever going into Ellis anymore. Uh-huh. He he's actually getting some of the best sleep he's ever gotten. Yes! And he's actually turning into kind of a nicer kid. Yes. So that's good. That is awesome. Ah. Uh, good job. Thank you. Uh so speaking of being grateful, today we are going to talk a little bit about children and helping them to become grateful. Citizens, family members, people in the world. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. How do you imagine, when you think of your children mm-hmm. and and gratitude, mm-hmm. and them being, not you, not you being grateful to having kids. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
your beautiful little children. How do you imagine, like, in your perfect universe, tell me about your children and their grateful attitude and approach towards life and to you, their mother. <laughs> um, like, I guess that they, like, notice the shit that I do. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Or that, yeah, I guess they notice what I do and they... Uh, they appreciate what they, they say. Have, thank you for I everything. Guess. Well, actually, see, this is coming at a weird time because Simon is going through this really weird polite phase. <laughs> oh, where he—it's really nice, but he's—I mean, he's—I mean, he's three. He's kind of like out of control, generally speaking. <laughs> but he's being really polite, like all the time. Like every time I like, wow. like I'll be like, um, I like that you use the word phase. Because you know it's going to come to Yeah, end. no, there's no way. This is just like, his, he's just a polite gentleman. Right. That's who he yeah. is. Yep. No, I, I don't know why he's doing this, but I mean, it's nice. But like, I'll offer him so like, oh, Simon, do you want a grilled cheese for lunch? Oh, thank you. Yes. Hmm. Literally, that's his response with like that enthusiasm. Nice. It's so nice. And yeah. like when I give him, like hand him something or like even like, Oh, let's put some socks on. I bet your toesies are cold. Right. Oh, yes. Thank you, Mommy. Wow. It's kind of weird. I'm kind of like, see, this is a funny thing. Like, that's what you want. But, like, yeah. I can't even, but, like, I'm not even really. You don't really, buy it. No. You don't think it's going to like. I will say that I think around three, Katie Bell went through, like, a very, like, thank you and please. Yeah. And was like, everybody was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And he your says, child excuse is me. so polite. Yeah, excuse he says, excuse me. me before everything. Not right. even if he's not interrupting. He just yeah. says, um, excuse me, mommy. Uh, and, like, says a thing. Well, you're right that it's a phase. Because, totally because again, Katie Bell totally went through that and was like super. And I was like, we we're done. <laughs> yeah. We did it. This is we raised a grateful child. Yeah, she appreciates all the things yeah. we do. Yeah, and it's you know she's so delightful, and it's all because of us. <laughs> We've done such a good job, and then now now all right. So here's a this is all right. Fuck what we'd like it to be. What we'd like yeah. it to be is our kids totally appreciating the fucking hard work that we do, yeah. appreciating the food that's on their table, right. the money that goes into things, right. the like toys, the clothes, yeah. you know, and not just treat everything like shit. Right. Right. So that's the dream universe. Yeah. Okay. Here is a here is a real story. Okay. That happened just last week. So Katie Bell just got. A lot of new clothes uh, from her grandparents because mm. we're going uh, to the East Coast for Thanksgiving. We have no winter clothes, uh -huh. nothing because we live in California. Yeah. Uh, we have like a sweatshirt, you know, yeah. like whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, so she got all these really nice like winter clothes, some nice sweaters and nice stockings. And, and they let her like go and pick out the clothes. And so, you know, she's put, you know, like it's one of the things that you're supposed to do. Let them be involved in it mm -hmm. so that they feel connected. And uh, oh, I have a thought on that. I'll come back to that. Because this was online. Like, so she was picking online. And I wonder if, like, the removal from, like, being in a store uh -huh. and seeing money exchange hands plays a little into yeah. maybe kids' uh, abilities to understand stuff. Maybe we're, you know, whatever. It's just a thought. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so uh, the clothes come. She loves them. The She's unpacking her backpack from school last week. And I said, Katie, well, take your sweater up. You know, you, you've got a sweater that you've got on, so you don't need to take that sweater to school. And she says, oh, I need to take this to school. And I was like, why? Because uh, of the game uh, my friend and I play. I was like, what's the game that you play? 
And they they climb across the monkey bars and then throw the sweater onto the ground mm. and then drop down and pick the sweater up. Mm. I was like, oh, I just like went <laughs> to this like kind of yeah. crazy place. And yeah. I was like, Katie Bell, you know, like yeah, <laughs> immediately. This yeah. is this is a sweater. Yeah. Not only is it not a toy, yeah. it was a gift to you. And it's not something that should be treated poorly, you know? And she was like, well, but my friend, you know, my friend says we have to play with this. And I'm like, well, if your friend wants to play with clothing and throw something on the ground, let your friend use yeah. her sweater. Yeah. But you're not using your new sweater. Yeah. And she's like, but this is the only thing we can play with, right? Oh so God. immediately we're going into this crazy, right. like, five-year-old land. So I say, yeah. why don't you use Kitty? Like her lovey, yeah. right? That she was like, she takes this girl every day. <gasps> yeah. I couldn't use Kitty. Well, you can't use your sweater either. Yeah. <laughs> you you know how you feel about Kitty? That's how I, I feel, feel about, about your sweater. fucking new That's sweater. Your fucking new sweater. It's not a toy. And she's so she keeps going. And yeah. then I go to this like even crazier place. I'm like, well, how about this? How about <laughs> how about we just take all your toys away and you only have sweaters to play with? She's <laughs> <laughs> like. No, that would be awful. She's like fucking with her head. I am head. fucking with her head. She was like, no, that would be awful. But she's smart enough. She's smart enough. Right, she's like this. Right. And that would be horrible. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. It would be. That is why your sweater is a sweater and your toys are toys. <laughs> you know? Like, and so then I like, storm out of the room and I'm just like crazy. I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to take. I think I actually texted you and said, how crazy, oh, yeah. how crazy will somebody think I am if like, while Katie Bell's, Katie Bell's at school one day, I'll teach you fucking gratitude. I'll go all kind of Michael Jackson's father on you. You will just take everything out of this house. You will just have one toy. Here's a piece of wood. This is it. This is all you get to play with. And we'll see how much you appreciate me and your toys. Right? Okay. So I don't think that my approach may have been the best. Mm-hmm. But like, but but I think it's a good example of like, I mean, I my kid is a nice kid. She understands thank you and please. And we go through these phases of saying thank you and saying mm-hmm. please. Like you said, it's a phase. Sometimes she's really on it. And other times they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're five. And, you know, I know that Stefan and I get constantly torn between riding the shit out of the kids, mm-hmm. which just happens. Say, please, wake up the fork in your mouth. Nope, play with your food. Don't do that, 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 that. We are like, geez, you don't even give them a chance to do it right. You know? <laughs> or backing off so much that it becomes total chaos. Just like letting go yeah, completely. Completely yeah. letting go. So there's a really... Both of those are mistakes. Yes. It's really hard to not do one or the other. Like yeah. those are like, the, they're both easier yes. than the thing that's right to do, which is some weird gray area Sorry. in the middle. <laughs> it's just really hard to do. It's Sarcasm's just really hard to get not that working right. with my child, which is really disappointing. She was like, what, at one point they were driving, and I was like, yeah, it's great. And she was like, I don't think you actually mean that that's great. And I was like, you have just learned that definition that's amazing yeah Yeah, that's a genius moment right there yeah thank you i don't think you actually (laughs) it's great i was like you're correct (laughs) simon has started going like why'd you say (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) all right so (laughs) because you're sucking my will to live out because life is fucking hard Hard. simon appreciate it do you appreciate it are you great so okay so like (laughs) Things that start to come out of my mouth uh-huh. at the five-year mark are things like, 
there are some people who don't have this many toys. Right. There are some people who are starving in China. Right. There are some yeah. people who, like, only get one food every day the rest of their life. Does that work? No, I don't think it does because I'm trying to remember because if she doesn't understand – because yeah. one of the things you're trying to do – by instilling gratitude mm-hmm. is instilling empathy. Right. I think they go hand in yes, hand. Totally. Both of those things are the opposite in the nature of yeah, children. Of children, yeah. It's so, not their reality. They're they're just dealing with what's their reality. Right. What's so you're right talking long them. game. You're talking right. long game. Right. But it's hard when you're in the middle of the right. game. Yeah. Because you you because you've got to do the uh, the staying on target, the repeat. Yeah. It's part of that like total bullshit, hard fucking work of parenting where you have to like repeat and be consistent <laughs> despite how little it seems to be having an effect uh-huh. with the hope mm-hmm. that like when they turn eight or nine or ten, I don't mm-hmm. know, that they actually act like nice people. Mm-hmm. And appreciate what's going on. Yeah. Um, so there are there are actually some suggestions. There's like they're like these are things that you can do. I was thinking, let's see if we're doing these things. Oh, great! Okay. I'm sure I'm doing all of them, but that's fine. We no, can do I know this you just are. for you. If for you me, want. it's really more for me. Yeah. Okay. Are you working gratitude into your daily conversation? <laughs> I have a story about that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. How's that working out? Um, months ago, I decided I wanted to have a daily gratitude ritual with Ooh, my kids. I really did. That's nice. This is real. Yeah. And so my idea was at bedtime, Simon and I, you know, we're not we're not a religious family. Right. We don't like so say no prayers like, at bedtime. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I did say prayers, and I think that did help yeah. me in just in general in life to feel better about things. Right. And so um, what I decided to try to do with Simon was, and Oscar as he gets older, right. was to just sit down and say, let's say one thing that we're grateful for today at the end of the day. Yeah. And <laughs> he, I, what it comes down yeah, to is like he just out? was not ready for it, yeah. I guess. But like I really tried night after night. We probably did it every night for about a month. Yeah. But what ended up happening was I would say the stuff <laughs> that I was grateful for. Uh-huh. And um there was maybe like one night where he would say, like, I'm grateful for you, you right. know, in a nice way. Like and you're just like, sort of done. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> just like re- you know, reflecting back yeah. what I had just said or whatever. Right, right. Um, but he would like fixate on the stuff that I was talking about. Oh, and yeah. like Simon has trouble at bedtime anyway, like winding down. And right. so like, for example, like one day we had been to the doctor. Yeah. And so I said, you know, I'm grateful for Dr. Newman. That's mm-hmm. his doctor. And he said, are you grateful for, and started naming, like, other doc like, he, because he used to go with me to the doctor oh, when wow. I was expecting Oscar, and, like, he wanted to talk about that, and then, <laughs> then every night, he wanted to talk about being grateful for our doctors, <laughs> every fucking night, and, like, it was sweet at first, but then I'm just, like, you're just Fuck this. fucking missing this, <laughs> and then, like, and then he started, I would sit down, and it would be, okay, let's, let's say what we're grateful for, right. and he would be, like, Let's not talk about what we're grateful for. Let's talk about things that rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, it just became this game of, like, what are we going to talk about at bedtime when we're actually supposed to be going to sleep? So I just decided it's a—I really still love the idea. I'm hitting the pause button on that idea Mm, for a little while until we maybe get to a new— 
phase where <laughs> you mean you won't say if you can't come up with a, something to be grateful about we're never yeah. going to the doctor again right like i would uh that's good well okay that is actually but that's a great mm. exercise i think so but I, and I think that that can like we do a thing at dinner every night where we say uh everybody oh, dinner is another good time everybody yeah. has to go around and say uh, their happiest moment their saddest moment mm-hmm. and their funniest moment i mean it used to be Tell us about your day, and then that's yeah. morphed into these three things. But I think adding a thankful for uh-huh. yeah. is, is a good way to do it. We try and work it in by we try and do our manners to thank you, Stefan, for bringing me the milk. Or oh, would yeah. you please? Totally. Um, so we try and uh, use the words a lot, mm-hmm. and we try and use the words with her mm-hmm. as opposed to like, go clean your room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go clean your room, please. Um, and uh, so, yes, that's how we try and work it in I on like the daily it. thing. Can I say some, yeah. one thing about that that makes me think of? I think there is a tendency to feel with the little ones yeah. that, like, oh, yeah, just, like, saying thank you all the right. time doesn't necessarily make them grateful. But I actually think that that's not true. Like, I, I yeah. actually think that, like, because, like, there's, you know, there's times where, yeah, like, the kids are saying thank you and it's like they're just kind of maybe repeating what they've heard you say but I think that like establishing that as literally something that is just part of the way we interact with each other yes like sometime it's gonna sink in do you know what I mean like what it means like and and the effect that it has and yeah and I don't know I just think that that's I think it's like I don't I think it's um I think it's a good exercise like in and of itself even if like even if at three or four or five they don't necessarily know no i agree and plus i think it it again i think there's a lot to be said about mirroring seeing your parents or seeing adults behave that way yeah because people you know you put all this pressure on your kids to be nice and then you walk around the house house like a total asshole totally you know so like it's a good reminder for yourself to do it and Heaven forbid, it makes for a nicer environment between you and your partner or the people around you. If you're saying just as much as you want your kid to say please and thank you, your partner wants you to say it and you want them to say it. So I think that's just in general a good rule. Yep. Um, And I like the saying what you're thankful for at some point in time in the day because, again, I think think it's a good exercise for yourself. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, it's going to turn to something about ourselves and making (laughs) ourselves grow. Um. All right. So then uh, another suggestion is have kids help. Ugh. Uh, don't Ugh. help me. Stop it. I know. I think You're he, doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> That's not how you do it. So I feel like that hmm. the helping thing, depending on the age, mm-hmm. I do believe that you can start kids with chores or tasks. Yeah. No matter how menial they are to begin with, yeah. Um, like Katie Bell gets an allowance, but she won't get it if she's not doing her jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she doesn't do her jobs, then she's got to make up for that with like other jobs that I give her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've had to come to terms with like whatever the job I give her has to be one that I just don't give a shit about. Oh, totally. You know, like feed yeah. the cats. Like I know that means dry cat food is going to be all over my fucking floor. Yeah. But one day it won't be. Right. So, but it's a job. Uh, Take the laundry Mm -hmm. out of the, you know, she's not going to fold that shit. 
No. But she can take it out mm-hmm. and put it in the laundry basket. She is old enough now to put her clothes away. I don't okay. care. I don't care how shitty they are put away. Yeah. She's got to put them away. She can hang them up on a hanger. Uh-huh. She can put them in a drawer. Oh, that's a good one. Right? So there's, yeah. like, things like that. So I do believe in kids, like, helping. Yeah. Um, and here's my little thing is I was doing the polite thing where, would, uh, would you like to help me with this? Uh-huh. And she'd be like, no. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Help me with this. Yeah. You got two choices. Yeah. <laughs> That's my two choices role. I can ask you to do things nicely, mm-hmm. or I can tell you to do things in a tone that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want? Nicely. Okay, yeah. then. Help me, please. Do yeah. the same. So, so you again, back on back on us as parents, we've got to be careful with how we word things. Yeah. I want you to help me with this task, please. Yeah. Um, so but that, it totally depends on their age, too. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, Simon's in this age right now where if I offer he will often accept but if i tell him he needs to do something he will literally just turn around and run away right. <laughs> <laughs> well exactly so know your own kid but yeah. figure out a way to get him to help yeah. i think the helping is i do think i helping think so helps. yeah um and uh and, and you can and, and look that's another one in our rut challenge of like yeah. how do you get him to help yeah. but you do forget that like you really can just put him on the floor with a bowl of lettuce and have him rip that shit up and oh, then suddenly yeah, katie bell was idea. like i made the salad oh, i'm like enjoy cool. your booger salad <laughs> uh but i mean like there is stuff like that where like yeah. you know get an extra tomato at the store wash this tomato in the sink yeah and they're gonna destroy that fucking tomato yeah it doesn't have to go on the salad okay it's like the it's like the the chefs on television where they uh-huh. put the they like you watch them cook and then they pull a beautiful one out of the oven yeah that's how i like to imagine my that's life with children totally here uh, I do love this thing that. and then here's the, here's, here's the, the real one here's the real yeah. one that we're gonna eat. look at what you did it's see the, it is so much extra work though like it's, it's a lot of fucking extra that, work right like it is it just is i, I know okay it sucks Fine. this is again this falls into the category of this sucks. Um, okay. Thank you notes. Uh-huh. I know. I I'm the, giving you a blink stare I know. for I am our the listeners. world's worst <laughs> thank you note writer, but I do it. Okay. And with Katie Bell, I would make her scribble a letter, like mm-hmm. the, her the letter of her initial mm-hmm. on something. Like I'm like, I can't do thank you notes all the time, but I can do them after her birthday. Mm-hmm. I can do them after Christmas. And as she gets older, she knows we're going to write them. Because we started around three mm-hmm. with like, write your K yeah. or KB. Yeah. Um, or draw a picture if your kid was artistically inclined. This year, the thank you notes for her birthday, she drew pictures of everything that she got. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, so I believe that that's something that's important to do. But again, it's really hard to find time to do that. Are you going to erase the thank you notes? No. I just – can we talk about thank you notes yeah. for just a second? Yeah. I My perspective on thank you notes mm. is kind of fucked up yeah. right now. Okay. Um, because I remember I had to do them as a little kid. Yes, my are. My mom always made me do them. Yep. Um, and then on and off throughout my life, I've always really tried to. Yes, same here. Uh but at this point in my life, I will do a <laughs> email or text mm-hmm. message. Okay. I don't do a handwritten card. Okay. And when I get a handwritten card in the mail from somebody thanking yeah. me for something, <laughs> all I'm just being honest. Yeah. All I can think to myself is, oh, they did thank you notes. <laughs> 
like literally it's so huh i am i have totally disconnected from the genuine from, thank right unless it's like delivered to me in a way that makes sense to me which is just a text message now you feel or like it's somebody email. rubbing something in your face not a rubbing bit. not necessarily rub, but like they felt they had to do that I don't need this. I'm just going to throw it in the fucking recycling bin. Like, I know that's a horrible thing to say because I know there are people who really care about doing thank you notes and do a really amazing, thoughtful job of it. There are, and I'm I'm not, I think that that's awesome too. Like, I think if you like doing a thank you note and you can like, you can like really do it. Yeah. That's one thing. It's another thing to like just feel like oh, this is something I have to have do to on be. my giant pile. It's just like the holiday cards. It's like if this is something you really like have a passion for doing, yeah. And it's like received that way. But if it's just like, oh God, when the fuck am I gonna have time to address all those fucking you know what I mean? It's right. like, why? I think this falls into. I do think it's good for kids to have to do for, this. For ki- yeah, is there a separate it's an exercise thing about it for kids? Let's, where, let's yeah. split it up and say yeah. that as an exercise, it's something that kids you should make them do. They need to feel connected with what they got. Yeah, right. They okay. do see the benefit of thank you notes. Okay. Um, I don't think because they're not they're not on the computer yet. They're not texting. Whatever. Right. Yeah. I think as adults, eh. It's your own expectations. It's another place to set expectations. Whenever I send people like baby gifts, yeah, I, I'm like for like before yeah, they have a baby, I'm like I literally gifts. hand yeah. write out, do, do not, not write, yeah. don't, just don't other do people it. do yeah. it. But I don't need one. Yeah, so don't do it. Yeah, go to now, sleep instead. Go to sleep instead. <laughs> Take right. a nap. Sure, watch Arrow or something. Yeah. I don't know, but like don't don't worry yeah. about it. Um, like that is my gift to you is to yeah. not ask for a fucking yeah. thank you note. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think. Let's let's only let's chalk it up to kids. And I do yeah. think there's something about the act of saying thank you. Yeah. Uh, whether it's if it's a thank you note, if you're going to see them and that you make your child walk up and yeah. say thank you. That's good, too. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's just an interesting one because I think with most things about gratitude, it's just like everything else where you want to you want them to see yeah. you doing the same thing that you expect of them. Right. And, like, I think in this case it's just kind of different. Well, until they can read. Yeah, okay. Right, <laughs> and right. by then you'll have time to write beautiful thank you notes. Oh, yeah. You'll I'll be all so the into time it. in the world, yeah. right? Then. Um, well, I'll say, okay, and then I guess the last one that they suggest is just saying no. It's right. Like, and I think it's this is one. actually the biggest yeah. and hardest one because, yeah. again, it falls into that category of it is so much easier. Yeah. To just say yes. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Get, because, like, I know that for, we were really great at the beginning with Katie Bell, you mm-hmm. know, like, I wanted a cupcake. Yeah. You know, no. No. You're not getting a second cupcake. Yeah. You scream all you want. Yeah. Great. And then another child came along, right. and my, like, energy and bandwidth got really low, you know, and, like, so when she's, so right now Katie Bell's having a hard time get, receiving no. I'd like to, why don't we, you know, Stay up and have a dance party after dinner, mm-hmm. right? And we're just, it's just not going to happen. As yeah. much fun as it would be, yeah. we have enough moments in our life with this child that are special and magical. <laughs> yeah. Every night is not like a fucking Hallmark movie. Right. Tonight, no, you're going to brush your teeth and go to bed. Yeah. So, no. But what if we did it while brushing teeth? The answer is no. no. And then it goes on. Then she'll yeah. go, yeah. I just I just want the other yeah. night it was shuffling she wanted to learn how to shuffle I just want to shuffle oh and like God. there's this 
voice in my brain that's yeah. like, oh, who gives a shit? Right. Go fucking shuffle. Yeah. Shuffle all night. Well, that's Here's why they your... do that because it's so effective. It is very effective. Yeah. And, and I have to sit there and say, it's no different than the yeah. cupcake when she was yeah. like two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, you have to say, so it's... It's the no is good. You can't have this toy. You can't have this. You can't, you know, like you have to just say fucking no and stick to it. No, no, no. Then we have entered the land of because I said so. Yeah. And that is why. Yeah. Do not test me, little girl. Yeah. Or all of your books will magically disappear. Yeah. Because I'm some sort of like fucked up Ms. Pickle Wiggle. Um, Just a series of books where you learn life lessons through (laughs) trickery and deceit. Everybody Amazon it. Um, So, yeah, saying no, I think, is the big one. Yeah, and saying no to stuff. Yeah, to stuff. And, like, I think part of that is also, like, you know, I think I'm definitely guilty of, we talk about it all the time, just throwing stuff out that we're sick of seeing around the house. And there actually isn't, it's actually better to save the stuff and, like, fix it if it's broken or clean it if it's dirty yeah. or you know do use it in a new way right. is actually so much better to demonstrate like <sighs> that things can last and we don't need more new things we can use the things that we have here that is I think that is a huge That's one good. just for our way of life yeah I but agree. like it takes it totally takes practice every day yeah I think so I think that's the big lesson in teaching children <laughs> gratitude yeah is that we have to do more work. We do. That's ah! ah, the, the worst outcome should we, ever. Should we balance that against, like, what if they're just not grateful? Maybe what if they're just ungrateful brats? But maybe that's just, maybe then it'll be easier for us. Yeah, well. They could just be. That's, that's right. We'll just be like, okay. Some, one day, a group of, a herd of children. Yeah. Or a group of adults will yeah. shame them in to better behavior. Oh, yeah. So we don't have to. Done. Per- I am grateful to you, <laughs> Teresa, for reminding me I can let strangers and children do my work. Perfect. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam, you can get grant programs for veterans. Postage stamps that'll ensure your mail gets there in a timely fashion. Fruit for you and your family. Child care for your children that turns them into super soldiers. Get a million dollars. To open your own lake. Useful power tools that are easy on your soft, delicate hands. Your own personal radioactive brick. More sexual attention from everyone at the used bookstore. Greyhound tickets. Soft, gentle kisses from TV's John Goodman. A real narwhal. Athletic socks filled with stew. A valuable pamphlet on millet. Your father's approval. Don't wait right now. For all of this and more, drop us a line. Jordan Jesse Go. 123 iTunes Street, or wherever you download podcasts. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206 350 
206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa. Yes. Genius fail time. Why don't you share with me a genius moment? (laughs) (laughs) Can do. Good. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. A couple weeks ago, I pick up Simon from preschool. We're driving home. He's being really quiet, which is unusual for him. And I'm just, like, feeling chatty. So I'm all, uh, so he's not really telling me about his day. So I go, well, do you want to hear about my day? (laughs) Because I'm like, this will blow his mind right, that like right, I do right. anything that's not with him, and he's and he's all okay. So I tell him like, this is what I did today, and I just like describe my day, yeah. like beginning from the moment I drop him off at school to the moment I pick him up, and he just he listened and whatever. Then a couple days ago, so no, nothing <laughs> nothing comes of that. That just right. happened. That's a standalone thing. Then a couple days ago, we're riding home in the car. He's kind of quiet. Yeah, and then he goes. Um, how was your day? And I go, it was great. Thank you for asking. (laughs) And then he goes, um, can I hear about what you did today? And I said, yes. Yeah, want to go grab a coffee, Simon, and chat? (laughs) (laughs) So I just told him all the dumb stuff I was up to that day. And then I just thought to myself, I I was like beaming with yeah. pride. And I realized like I was so much more proud at that <laughs> moment than like almost anything else I've like ever taught him to do. Wow. Because I was like, this is this is like the key yeah. to so many relationships in our lives. Yes. Not just like the person that you marry, though that right. I think is the primary one. Yeah. But just so many relationships are improved by just asking the person how their day was. It's sort of a way of being grateful. It's sort of a way yeah, of being thankful. Way, yeah. it, it, letting people know that you appreciate I care them. about them. Yeah. It's by asking about them. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. That is a great job. Thanks. Enjoy the space. Yeah. It'll be over tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. So my genius moment was, and I got this out of a magazine. So what I did... <laughs> So thank you. Was it Cosmo? Thank you, magazine. (laughs) That is too. That magazine makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure it's as feminist as it claims to be. Um, Not sure that all of its helpful tips are really for me. Uh, Anyway, um, no. So I took a little box and I went around the house. I just picked up a bunch of junk, you know, like some tape and ribbon Uh and like odds and ends and like boxes and wire and just like a bunch of weird shit and I just put them down in front of Katie Bell and I was like invent something what can you make out of this and luckily now here's the real genius is that the total accidental genius was I had left the magazine open Uh earlier that day before I did this and she was like look this girl's got a a device that lets her color all of her markers at once and I was like she built that out of odds and ends from around the house. Would you like me to collect some odds and ends and see what you can invent? And I just, she was like, yes. I give it to her. And she built some of the worst, (laughs) shitty, useless shit. But she did it all day. Yeah. And she actually was like, and she was like, I'm an engineer. And I was like, yeah, you are. And I was like, good job. And like, I was like super over the top about her inventions. Yeah. Uh, You know. 
There's like a bunch of shit all over my house, but that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I remember one of the episodes you said how important it was to have a um a network of moms and friends and I definitely took that to heart and a friend of mine my family is an hour and a half away hers is in another state and I told her hey if something was to happen emergency wise call me at any hour doesn't matter and we will support each other um, never thought we'd actually have to use it. <laughs> actually did. I was in the hospital for nine days and she was so amazing and she slept there overnight. It was the first time I was ever away from my daughter and the amazing, sorry, the amazing support that I've had from all of my friends have come over and helped with her. I'm looking at a six to eight re- week recovery. Um, yes, so having a network of friends, amazing, and I'm just so blessed to just be able to um, say thank you guys that I really made that decision uh, to get as much help as possible and as much mom care as possible, so it's been awesome. Anyway, thank you guys. Good Good job. job. Yeah. That's really, that's like a really hard one. Yeah. It's, it, it really is. I Again, I think I even said a couple of weeks ago, I just, let's just have moms calling in. And sometimes I could I just listen to geniuses all day of being like, I took care of myself. I took care of myself. Yeah. I took care of myself. Yeah. Like, the, it, because it's, it's really. I asked for help. I asked for help. It really is one of the hardest things people can do. I just, good job. Good job to you. Good job to your friends. Just good job all around. Yeah, and speedy recovery. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck, Teresa. <laughs> what do you have? So, uh, Simon is three. Oscar is one. Uh, so far, <laughs> they don't really play yet. I think I've heard that once <laughs> the younger one is like about a year and a half, that's mm-hmm. when they really would start to play. But some kids probably do it younger, but the older one has just, Simon has just had no interest, really. Last night was the first time that they were really playing with each other. So you could just go to the store. Well, (laughs) listen to the rest of this. Okay. So they're, like, having a great time. Oscar is cracking up. Simon is totally into it. Yeah. Guess what their game is. I don't know. What is their game? We're having a fight. They're using measuring spoons yeah. as though they're swords. Uh, at least it's and not they're guns. <laughs> hitting each other like they're having a sword fight Whoa. all around the house. That was their first game. Wow. Ever. Well, I'm trying to control myself from doing my own failure of saying, welcome to two kids yeah. and siblings. I mean, like. But I mean. Yeah. So, really, so you somehow. Like, you, this is your fault. This you is totally my fault. Have the first them. time that they finally decide to play together, they're having a fight. <laughs> the the sh- fight is the game. I mean. D- yeah. Right? Yeah. You suck. Uh, okay. <laughs> my failure is, I, you know. I, I just keep ruining nice things of mine. Of mine. Uh-huh. I keep, like, 
ruining my nice sweaters in the laundry. Wow. Because, you know, I'm like. Because you're not paying attention. I'm not paying attention. Yeah. And I just, they get mixed and in. And because you're ungrateful. You think you can just buy another one every time I'm, you ruin it. Yes. So I just ruined my five-year-old really nice sweater. <laughs> I managed to keep going this whole time. Yeah, I just, I just have all the time in the world to go out and buy fucking sweaters. Uh, it was like a really nice sweater. And that's what sucks is that they're like, my, they are yeah. my nicest sweaters. Right. There's something that I once had time to go pick out. Mm-hmm. And have money to spend on, mm-hmm. and then I fucking they, I, I I'm like oh here come the blue jeans how nice that oh, oh. tiny sweater <laughs> you are a sad little sweater. Uh, I was cutting my uh, nine month old's fingernails, and uh, when I got to her thumb, I just went right into the skin Ew. and cut a big chunk of her thumb. <gasps> Uh, and she immediately started bleeding and crying, and I handled it in the worst possible way. Um, I ran out of the room to get Band-Aids just screaming, oh, God, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, uh, which just made her freak out even more. Um, and I uh, finally got a Band-Aid on and got her cleaned up a little bit, but she wanted to suck on the thumb with the Band-Aid on it, so I had to put a sock on her hand. Um, and then I ended up having to put socks on both her hands because she wanted to pull the one off with the other. Uh, so now she's got slippery hands, which she can't crawl with, and she can't pick anything up, and she can't suck her thumbs, so she can't do any of the things that she likes to do. And I'm trying to keep her amused and cheer her up by making silly faces and smiling and acting like everything's okay while struggling my very hardest to fight back the tears that are coming because I just horribly injured my child. So I end up just sort of acting like a crazy person because I'm half uh, half happy, half sad, and I'm just kind of screaming weird things at her. Uh, and she doesn't know what to think. Anyway, that's uh, that's my film. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> I didn't realize it could get that. Like, I didn't realize like a little cut from trimming yeah. fingernails could lead down such a terrible path. I gotta say, this may be like the. I, what I like about <laughs> this call is that I, maybe it's just year. Maybe it's just two years of doing this show. Yeah, I feel on total equal footing with this dad. I don't yeah. feel like even making my normal joke of like dads do it so much worse. I'm just yeah. like. Welcome to the party, Dad. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That's a hor- That's horrible. What a, like, comedy of errors is happening yeah. in your house right now. Yeah. And you've probably scarred her for life. Uh-huh. So, good job. <laughs> good job. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Teresa, yes. Speaking of being grateful, let us call a mom today. Great. I love calling moms. Me too. Today, we are calling Alexandra Mattrell, who is a research affiliate in the Fluid Interfaces Group. She's also an artist, designer, local politician, stylist, educator, and has children. (laughs) 
<laughs> just amazing to me. I just want to hang out with her all day and be inspired. She doesn't have time to hang out with you. She doesn't have time. That's right. That's right. No one has time to hang out with this. Um, uh, and she was also, and here's the big thing. She was also one of the people who put together and worked on the MIT Breast Pump Hackathon, which so many people wrote into us yeah. about, uh, wanting to make sure we knew about. So we have finally gotten her on to talk about it. Welcome, Alexandra. Hey, hey, guys. How you doing? We, <laughs> we're all right. <laughs> um, let's. I want to. What we always ask uh, our guests when they come on the show, totally unrelated to anything, we really want to talk to them about is who lives in your house. Ah, uh, so my house has a lot of construction workers <laughs> <laughs> because we have a. We're in the middle of um, a long uh, renovation project, and it's like five upstairs right now. But usually, it's my husband and I. And our three little ones, um, our oldest is nine. We have a seven-year-old and a, th- a four-year-old. Wow. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. That's why you have so and much a snowy, a, snow, a snowy cat as well. Aww, oh, good. Good. Something <laughs> to love and torture other than children. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, let, let's actually start off with, what a hackathon is and and how you guys came up with uh, doing these. Because, you know, a lot of us had, this is the first time we ever heard this expression and this kind of project. Can you tell us a little bit about hackathons? Yeah, sure. So hackathons um, have been happening for quite a while. and They're mostly technical in nature. They usually focus on um, engineering, um, either mechanical or um, software. And occasionally it's hardware development as well. So, um our goal was to have a, a wide range of talents, skills, and such to investigate creatively the um, solutions for um, making the breast pumps suck less. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. It's it's amazing to me that that this actually hasn't that there hasn't been a lot of innovation in breast pumps actually over the last you know several generations. Really, um, you know, like we got a battery. And that was okay. Um, it, it, the hands-free bra. It's it shrunk down. It's shrunk down from like um, a suitcase to like something smaller. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, yeah it's something years. slightly smaller. <laughs> uh, um, so what what led you to being interested? I mean, what inspired the breast pump? I mean, you've got three kids. Um, tell us a little bit about your own. I mean. Did you deal with the breast pump a lot? Were you and your friends just like, screw this, we're done with this, there's got to be a better way? Like, what? why do the breast pumps suck? Um, oh, it sucks. It sucks so much. Um, my first experience was not, um, I didn't ask, ask for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had it in the in NICU. So my daughter was um, sick when she was first born. Mm. She wasn't nursing very well. And so they, you know, wheeled out this turquoise 1960s looking apparatus and mm. Um, hooked hook me up. So in the, in the first few days. So that was my first experience. And so it just never worked for me. It just never, never um, got into the zen of it. And um, I wasn't sure if I was going to be going back to work. I, you know, I was letting that all just be an organic thing, which is also a terrible idea. <laughs> and so, um, so initially, I was just, um, I was trying to get my milk supply up. And so there's lots of reasons why people use the breast pump, as you know, you know, people who want to be separated from their babies for more than an hour <laughs> would be um, needing the pump. And um, if you want to continue nursing when you're working, it's like, you know, one or two year ordeal for people. So um, so for me, I had my second baby and I was using the pump just to get like 
an hour by myself in the afternoons when my husband would come home. So I'd be trying to pump for that um, experience. And it's just, you know, I was, you know, looking at these tiny little drips waiting for them to accumulate so I could mm. stop. And um, it was just miserable. And it was after my second that my neighbor who had um, adopted a baby, her second baby, um, asked me if I wouldn't mind contributing to her um, her milk fest there and um, and pump for her, which was such a huge compliment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, but also I had to come clean with my like lack of good pumping ability. Like uh, I'm not actually good at this. You're right. <laughs> this is something. This is something that doesn't really work for me. Um, I'll do my best, you know. And and, and we struggled through that. It, it, it was um, a good experience. And then after um, my third was three years old. I mean, I had some distance from the nursing and um, the pumping. And my um, good friend who I met as an artist and who's now at the Media Lab um, was just having her third. And I had enough distance from it to actually deal with it. You know, I think I um, I dealt with it and moved on as, as soon as I could. And so um, with this space around it, I could say, wow, that really sucks, not just for me, for everyone. And um, she and I were coming up with maybe like doing an art project around it, which would just be healing and, and not much else. And um, <laughs> and I mean, we had some conversations and we said, oh, this could be something actually um, tangible and better. I think it's so it's just it's so awesome that you guys did that, especially because I think and when you say you had some distance from it, it makes so much sense to me because I think there there is this there's this feeling that I had at least um you know, with with pumping for my babies, that is like you're supposed to be so grateful for the pump in this stupid right. way where you're like, gosh, like back in the day, they didn't even have breast pumps and they had to do it by hand. And oh, gosh, you know, if if it weren't for the breast pump, I would never be able to leave my baby. And right. you have this like weird feeling that you kind of like can't talk shit about the pump because yeah. you're supposed to be kind of like, oh, thank God for the pump. I'm free now. I've yeah, got a pump. I'm so I can free. go and live my life. Yeah, I can and, get an right. hour to myself, most of which I will spend cleaning my pump. <laughs> and then pumping again and freezing and labeling and organizing my breast milk. And then it would be time to get my, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it is, it is such, it is an amazing thing, but it is such a terrible thing in some yeah. ways too. And I, it totally, um, it's, it's so great to like, you know, acknowledge both of those. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's get in, let's get into the hackathon. All right. So tell us a little bit about what you guys were hoping, I mean, before the hackathon started, I'm sure you guys sat around and said, wouldn't it be, what are, what might come out of this? Like, what did you think needed to be innovated? Um, well, we wanted just to have like a really awesome experience. So we just really wanted it to be just thoroughly um, kinder and quieter <laughs> and quicker and efficient. Um, you, this is supposed to be like an act of love and it was, you know, it's anything but. Right. So, um so initially, we, we coalesced around an article that was written in the New York Times by um, Courtney Martin and uh, John Carey, and it was called, Why Isn't the Breast Pump as Quiet as a Prius by Now? And <laughs> <laughs> we wow. said, of course. You know, we there, it's just that people haven't turned their technological eye towards it. It's been just sitting there. It's good enough for them. It's good enough for the women. So, you know, no one's really looked at it. So um, maternal health just lags behind in all sorts of ways. And so we have some other themes, you know, we, we want to turn that innovation towards innovative eye towards other stuff too. Sure. But, um, this, this was something that was really, um, seemed like it had low hanging fruit. The noise could easily, which tortures people could easily be fixed. Um, yeah. and then there's the, the dreamy projects, like how do we make this completely different? And, 
our initial art project was sort of um, thinking about uh, can we make this sort of like um, this loving, throbbing, wonderful thing that people who weren't pumping were like, oh, I wish I could pump, you know. So like that's that's an idea as well, but it's also something that's completely wearable all day. Like, wouldn't it be awesome if the woman who's like a bus driver could be pumping for her baby all day? No wow. one knows, wow. you know. She doesn't have to clean it, you know. So these are some like the far out ideas that um you know we threw out and other people came up with. But really, the low hanging fruit of making it quieter, making it um, more efficient, um, making uh, accessories around it that are cooler, and using all the wonderful uh, social technologies that we have to try to make it uh, feel like it fits into your life more. Wow. what we were doing at the hackathon. Well, what, uh, so what were some of the things that resulted uh, from the hackathon? What were some of the, what was the, who was the winner? What were some of the cool innovations that came out of it? People won prizes. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, that's part of the ha- that hackathon um, thing is that, you know, at the end of your uh, two days of really working hard winning community, you might win a prize. And um, so our first prize, and I have to say we we had sponsors, which were really cool. We didn't think, um, we think like these sponsors, we were throwing up like thousand data points of why your breast pump sucks. You think maybe these sponsors would um, be self-conscious about it, but they, they came early, they came with their um, engineers and designers, and nice. they really listened to everyone. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, isn't it? So the, um, the first prize was... Um, titled The Muddy Mom Utility Belt, which is um, this uh, sort of discreet, hands-free, wearable pump. It automatically logs and makes analysis of your personal data if you wanted to. Um, if you don't want that, you don't have to have that, and it's supposed to be fashionable. So it's something that um, is there. It's not completely hidden. Not, it could be discreet, or you could just be you know, showing off with it. Um, the, the second prize is something um, which was... Um, uh, it was helping hands. So this was something which could be for nursing moms or pumping moms. So it's a hands-free compression bra. So it was a, a nice innovation because it's not just for people who are pumping. It could be used um, by anybody who's nursing. And you know how when you have a lactation consultant, they're showing you how to massage everything out and rub everything and, you know, do all this hands-on stuff to make it more efficient and then make you not have um, all those painful um milk blibs you can have and everything else. This is sort of like that. This is a, a really clean, minimal part, hands-free compression bra that um, does all that for you. So it's helping you have like a more efficient nursing or pumping experience uh-huh. without you um, doing it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, more high-tech and software-oriented was something called Pump.io, and that was a hardware platform. It was a, to make the breast pumping experience smarter and more data-rich less isolating because you could be in touch with lactation consultants communities as you're pumping very easy and streamlined. You could, um, if you could go for the help, you could just go for like talking to you two and say, Hey, you know, Hey, this, this sucks. <laughs> and you can come on and say, yes, I know. <laughs> you know, so some sort of, and, um, also there's this neat little feature of that with, um, how do you connect with your baby? So the pump is not a baby and how do you make it more like that? So in Pump.io, they were thinking about, well, maybe you can start recording notes to your baby for when they're older, or maybe you can start going to the family photos and, like, make little voice notes about it or typing notes about, oh, this is you and your grandfather and blah, blah, blah. So you make sort of like this family album while you're pumping and something like that project you do only while you're pumping. And so it's lots of nice um, ideas. And then there's just um, 
uh, there's a whole slew of people who didn't get prizes who are working on some really cool things. Um, there was something called Second Nature, which is uh, a pump that mimics the way the baby suckles um, with massage compression and much more than they do now. I mean, there's like more moving parts inside. So it's like, it has like a fake tongue that's come, come out. And, um, and also it had a very low profile, um, pumping capabilities. You could wear it, um, you know, without anyone noticing. So there's a lot of really cool things that were coming out. Of this and this is just for two days. So if if we could really think about um, what's happening um, in two days, uh, the other idea is that um, literally people um, have been thinking about how to make the breast pump not suck. I mean, there's there's somebody who's inventing a compression a compression pump. So like there's literally a suction. It's all compression. Wow. And um, I, I saw some of these videos of her test subjects. She got a letdown that was like. Not Vesuvius. I mean, it lasted Whoa. like a day <laughs> until wow. one of those women. I mean, it's just like this huge letdown that was like lasting forever and it was quite dramatic and, and beautiful. So, um, so there's some, it's not just, uh, you know, different, um, it's a completely different approach to what we know about a, a breast pump. It's not a pump at all. So, um, so there's some really cool things that are out there and ideas are sparking. We're still taking ideas. We're still taking, um, complaints about the breast pump and adding to the data points. And, um, and we have to have another, I think. So. Yeah, it's just so great. And we're going to link everybody up to the website so that you can, so everybody can really peruse what the winners uh, had done and some of the other uh, innovations that came out of the weekend. And it's just really cool to see kind of all the different types of people who came to this, who you guys gathered, and just the energy and the excitement and the affection for solving this problem is just really palpable when you when you look at the website. Um, and there are ways to sign up so that you can uh, continue to receive information about what's happening uh, with with the hackathon, which I just thought was really nice and, and genius. And um, I think we're just going to wrap up by saying thank you so much for doing this. I, I, this is it's really it really is important. And it, it, it really I think our listeners responded so much to hearing that it was going on because it is a need that needs to be met and that we need to get excited about and that our engineers and the people who are making these products should be we they should be having hackathons like this every day. Yeah, and so and I so I just again, we thank you so much for doing it and thank you for coming on the show and we want to be kept informed of other maternal hackathons or or, or parental hackathons uh, that you guys have coming up in the future. Yeah. And also, um, you know, just hackathons that invite babies. I would like to know about those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know we're going to have you back on because you do so much more than just uh, this. And it's all inspiring. And Teresa and I are all about the new year of getting inspired by our fellow parents. Yes. So uh, we hope you'll come on again. And thank you so much. Thanks so much. It was so much fun. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Justin, what are you doing? Uh, strapping a uh, chicken in my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to, you know, kind of get out ahead of it. Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea and it will never work. Sawbones. Uh, 
I have I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network, and we record it together. A doctor or something? Yes. Wow. You know what I was just thinking about? I just had this thought that, like, uh, you know, our our kids or, like, our kids' generation, like, I just, I look forward mm. to the idea that we will be able to say to them, if you could see the fucked up contraption that yeah. we had to use to pump, and it will just be a completely different thing from whatever it is down the road that I hope is yeah. so much better. Here, Katie Bell, see what you can make out of this I know, thing. Exactly. But, anyway, I love it. I just love that this existed and this was in the universe. Yeah. This gets me so excited. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the things I want to have her back on uh, to talk about uh, is just her experience in getting adults and kids interested in problem solving in general how yeah. do we all stay interested in this sort of thing yeah uh and i just uh, i feel like she might have some good insight into that so because right now i feel like i totally want to go out and fix things yeah yeah or write somebody with a long list of grievances I know. I was that just i have thinking, about <laughs> i could identify things that i hate does that help anyone well all we need is a person like her who can pool us together um, well, anyway, I thought it was incredibly cool, and I am 100% grateful. Me too. For her. Me too. And all the people who worked on that. Yeah. Speaking of grateful, mm-hmm. and speaking of, of probably problems <laughs> needing to be solved or throwing things out <laughs> to the universe in hopes that somebody will fix them or hack them, uh, let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. Okay. Hi, one bad mother. I'm hiding in my driveway for two reasons. One because my daughter has finally fallen asleep after an hour and a half of crying, driving home from my mother's house. And second of all, because I'm too tired to grab all the bags from the weekend away and her and walk up to our second floor apartment, up the steep, steep steps of an old house that we live in. And I'm tired. I'm tired because she has learned how to get out of a swaddle and is now no longer sleeping at all during the night unless she's being held, which of course means that I'm awake and I'm back to working full time as a therapist, which means I'm supposed to be empathetic and listen to other people, but I just want to tell them to shut up. (laughs) Which I would love to do when I'm not having a session, but instead I'm pumping nonstop, trying to get enough milk for her to have at daycare, which isn't really working out, which made me just realize, yep, I totally left the six ounces that I pumped this weekend in my mother's fridge. Uh-huh. So away. Okay. <laughs> I think I can get another 10 minutes maybe of her sleeping in the car before she realizes the car has stopped. <laughs> Thank you for all you do. Love the show. Bye. Just Uh, drive forever. Just never never stop stop driving. driving. Just drive. Oh, man. Wow. That is, is here's what's horrible is that, like, despite where I am now, like, at the year mark, Mm -hmm. and I'm, and I have my own, like, long list of, like, things like that, I can still, I can actually now 
remember back yeah. to that six months, four months, three, like three yeah. months, wherever they you, you lose yeah. the fucking swallow. And it's always feels like momentous and horrible, whatever it yeah. is. Like, I mean, like if I don't have the swaddle. It's going to be forever before they relearn to go back to sleep. Right. If I don't have the breast milk, yeah. they're going to forever the comfort. You know, like and I mean, the good news is, and we all know, the very unhelpful insight of it will get better, mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't help at the moment. No. And that's not that's not what calling it the show is about. <laughs> the show is never about helping in the moments. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that you are doing a great job. You are. Good for you sitting in the car. And I, I got, when I heard the call, I was like, is this my therapist? Because <laughs> <laughs> my therapist has twins and oh she's like God. a four-year-old daughter or something like that. And then the twins are like eight months now. And I was just Holy like, so when she comes shit. in, sometimes I'm like, how are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. I know. I know. I was just like, how are you doing? Oh, how are the tr- Anyway, so hang in there. You yeah. really are doing a great job. Yeah, you're amazing. You really are you're amazing. You're doing it. You are doing it. That's that's we need to have the that's a that's another one for the new t shirt idea. You're, you're doing, doing it. it. <laughs> you got up and you did it. And you went to bed. The day happened. The day happened. Good job, everybody. All right, let's let's wrap up. Okay. I you know what? I just let's keep it short and sweet. I think it's to raise grateful kids, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try and be honest this time and not snarky. To okay. raise grateful kids, we have to be grateful. Yes. And we've got to do that thing that we all hate doing, which is being consistent and working hard. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody go do that. Uh, and hang in there with the idea that you're going to have to put up with a lot of ungrateful attitude. <laughs> Until you, and hope that when you're on your deathbed, your children will be like, thank you for everything you did for me. Um, which then, of course, always reminds me that we should all go call our own parents mm-hmm. and be like, thank you for everything yep. you did for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just Let's just go out and spread the thanks this Thanksgiving. Let's forget about the fact that everybody's probably... Making it really difficult yep. to travel and be with family and out everybody's over tweaking everything. out over everything is right. Let's just have a little mantra in our head of, I am thankful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for that helpful tip, great aunt. <laughs> you know, whoever you are, thank you for, thank you for that helpful tip. Grandpa, thank you for keeping my baby awake for five hours. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> and thank you that I get to leave eventually and go home and pass mm-hmm. out and watch Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, everybody, you were doing a great job. Yep. And, uh, Teresa, mm-hmm. not only are you doing a great job, thank you uh, for being such a good friend. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, well, thanks. I'm grateful for you as my friend. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, and we are grateful for Lindsay, yeah, our sound engineer, uh, yeah. who has just gotten a brand new puppy that I am in love with. Yeah, he's really sweet. He's really sweet. He, he is a lucky boy who was rescued off the mean streets of Los Angeles, and, too. And as a wonderful example of how it ain't just always about parenting, she is about, she's going through her own new world of adjusting to a new loving life in her life. Mm-hmm. And we say, good job, Lindsay. Good job, Lindsay. And hang in there. You are doing a great job. Uh, 
So while you have some time off with the kids, join us on Twitter and Facebook yep. and over at the Max Fun uh, message boards. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>